ആഫ്റ്റർ ഹാങ്ങിങ് ആഫ്റ്റർ ദ ഹാങ്ങിങ് ഇസ് എ ഷോർട്ട് സ്റ്റോറി റിട്ടൺ ബൈ ദ മലയാളം റൈറ്റർ ഓ എ വിജയൻ ലെറ്റ് മി റീഡ് ഔട്ട് ഫ്രം ദ സ്റ്റോറി ആസ് വെല്ലായിയപ്പൻ സെറ്റ് ഔട്ട് ഓൺ ഹിസ് ജേർണി ദ സൗണ്ട് ഓഫ് റിച്വൽ മോർണിംഗ് റോസ് ഫ്രം ഹിസ് ഹട്ട് ആൻഡ് ഫ്രം അമിനീസ് ഹട്ട് ആൻഡ് ബിയോണ്ട് ദോസ് ഹട്ട്സ് ദ വില്ലേജ് ലിസൻഡ് ഇൻ ഗ്രീഫ് വെല്ലായിയപ്പൻ വാസ് ഗോയിങ് ടു കാനനോൾ had they the money each of them would have accompanied him on the journey it was as though he was journeying for the village velayapan now passed the last of huts and took the long ridge across paddies the crying receded behind him from the ridge he stepped on pasture land across which the foot footpath meandered you can understand from the first answer that uh, it is a velayapan who is starting a journey okay he is um, starting a journey and he is going to kananur and from behind you can hear the sound of crying morning whole village was crying along with him let us see why he is uh, why the whole village is sad now he crossed the uh, paddy field now he thinks gods my lords velayapan cried within himself the black palm rose on either side and the wind clattered in their fronds the wind ever so familiar was strange this day the gods of his clan and departed elders were talking to him through the wind blown fronds slung over his soldier sorry shoulder was a bundle of cooked rice and its wet seeped through the thread bare cloth into his arm his wife had bent long over the rice kneading it for the journey and as she had cried the while her tears had soaked into the sour curd velayapan walked on the railway station was 4 miles away further down the path he saw kutihasan walking towards him kutihasan stepped aside from the path in tender reverence now this pa- paragraph tells about uh, his carrying cooked rice so he is going to meet someone his wife has given uh, the rice the cooked rice which is soaked in her tears and on the way he find uh, he meets whom kutihasan let us see what kutihasan uh, says velai said kutihasan kutihasan replied velayapan that was all just two words two names yet it was like a long colloquy in which they were lament there was lament and consolation oh kutihasan said the unspoken words i have a debt to pay you 15 silvers let that not burden you velai in this journey kutihasan i may never be able to pay you never after this we consign our unredeemed uh, debts to god's keeping let his will be done i burn within myself my life is being priced away may the prophet god you on this journey may the gods bless you your gods and mine see they did not speak but in their unspoken two lines there was a long conversation what is it velayapan has a debt to pay 
ஃபிஃப்டீன் சில்வர் ஹி ஹேஸ் டு பே பேக் டு குட்டி ஹர்சன் விச் ஹி ஹேஸ் நெவர் பெய்ட் பேக் அண்ட் எல்லாயப்பன் இஸ் டவுட்ஃபுல் இஃப் ஹி வில் பி எவர் ஏபிள் டு ரிட்டர்ன் இட் எஸ்பெஷலி ஆஃப்டர் திஸ் ஜேர்னி வெள்ளாயப்பன் இஸ் நாட் ஷுவர் இஃப் ஹி வில் ரிட்டர்ன் ஹி வில் பி ஏபிள் டு கிவ் இட் பேக் பட் சி குட்டி ஹசன் வில் பி திங்கிங் தேட் ப்ராஃபிட் வில் காட் ஹும் வெள்ளாயப்பன் ஓகே த டிஸ் ரேம்ப் ஆஃப் த காட்ஸ் வாஸ் நவ் அ டாரண்ட் இன் த பாம்ஸ் வெள்ளாயப்பன் பாஸ்ட் குட்டி ஹசன் அண்ட் வாக்ட் ஆன் ஃபோர் மைல்ஸ் டு கோ டு த ட்ரெயின் ஸ்டேஷன் அகேன் அண்ட் என்கவுண்டர் ஆன் த வே so he is moving towards the railway station and next person he met on the way was neeli neeli the laundress with her bundle of washing she too stepped aside reverentially velayappan she said neeli said velayappan just these two words and yet between them the abundant koloki velayappan walked on that means even though they don't speak many words there are lots of conversation going on between them in their mind Now he is moving towards the train station footpath joined the mud road velayappan looked for the milestone and continued on his way presently he came to where the rough hewn track descended into the river across the river beyond a rise and a stretch of sergi grass was a railway velayappan stepped onto the sands then into the knee deep water schools of little fish gleaming silver rubbed against his calves and swam on this shows that he has to cross a river to reach the train station as he reached the middle of the river velayappan was overwhelmed was he by the expanse of water it reminded him of sand and loving rituals of the bathing of his father's corpse of his little son swimming in the river's current all this he remembered and passing on the river bank wept in memory he was thinking of his father okay uh, father's um, holy ashes might have been uh, dipped in this river he is thinking of his father and he crossed the river he reached the railway station and made his way to the ticket counter and with great care undid the note in the corner of his unsewn cloth to take out the money for the fare he is now paying the ticket fare kananur balayappan said the clerk behind the counter pulled out a ticket franked it and tossed it towards him one stage in my journey's over thought velayappan finished his journey is finished he secured the ticket in the corner of his unsewn cloth and crossing over to the platform sat on a bench waiting patiently for his train he watched the sun sink and the palms darken far away and the birds flit homewards velayappan remembered walking with his son to the fields at sundown he remembered how his son had looked up at the birds in wonder then he remembered himself as a child holding on to his father's little finger walking down the same fields two images between between them as between two reticent words and abundance of many things soon another age traveler came over and sat be- beside him on the bench now he is in the train station he got the ticket he is thinking about his childhood about his own father and about his son you should remember he is going to meet his son okay now he is waiting for the train and sitting in a bench and a stranger comes and sit beside him going to coimbatore are you the stranger asked kananur balayappan said i go to coimbatore is that so the kananur train will be at 10 in the night is that so 
What work do you do in Kananur? Nothing much. Just traveling, are you? He is not ready to speak to any stranger. He doesn't want to speak to any stranger. He didn't speak at all. The stranger's converse, inane and rasping, tensed round. Well, I happen like a hangman's nose. Well, I happen didn't like. Sometimes you also feel that way. You don't like talking to anybody else. You don't like prolonging any conversation. Same way, well, I happen was not feeling good to talk to the stranger and prolong with the conversation. Once he left the village and walked over the long ridge, it was a world full of strangers and their disinterested words were like a multitude of news. News means kurukku, kalukkele kurukku poleyana he felt the words. The train to Coimbatore came and the old stranger rose and left. Malaipan was again alone on the bench. He had no desire to untie the bundle of rice. Instead, he kept a hand on the thread bare a wrap. He felt it moisture. He sat thus and slept and he dreamt. In his dream he called out, Kanduni, my son. So his son's name is Kanduni. The noise of the train woke Velayapan and he scrambled up. He felt for the ticket in the knot of his clothes and jostling feebly through the crowd, sought a way in. So he is uh, now trying to get his seat on the train. This is first class, O elder. So he was trying to get on to the first class compartment which he cannot do because his ticket is not to a first class compartment. Is that so? He peered into the next compartment. This is reserved. Is that so? Try further down, O elder. The voice of strangers. That means he's, he doesn't know. He's not uh, so familiar with the train. So he's trying to find out his seat. Well, I even got into a compartment where there was no sitting space left. He could barely stand. I shall stand. I don't need to sleep this night. My son sits awake. So he's going to his son and his son cannot sleep that night. So his father, Velayapan, is not able to sleep. The rhythm of the train changed with the changing layers of the earth. The fleeting trackside lamps, sandbanks, trees. Long ago he had travelled in a train, but that was in the day. This was a night train. It sped through the tunnel of the darkness, through arching walls, were painting with dim murals. So the train journey is explained here. That night he has to spend in the train and that too without getting seated. The day had not broken when he reached Kananur. The bundle of kneaded rice still hung from his shoulder, oozing its wet. He passed through the gate into the station yard. The dark now livened with the first touch of dawn. The horse cart men clumsily parked together did not accost him. Well, I even asked them, which is the way to the jail? So where is he going? He is going to the jail. So remember, his son is in the jail. Someone laughed. Here is an old man asking the way to the jail at daybreak. <laughs> People laugh at him. Someone laughed again. Oh, elder, all you have to do is to steal. They will take you there. People started laughing at him. You can steal something and automatically you will be taken to the um, jail. People started laughing at him. Converse of the strangers tightened round his neck. Malayapan suffocated. Then someone told him the way and Malayapan began to walk. The sky lightened to the orchestration of cross cawing. At the gate of the jail, a guard stopped him. What brings you here this early? Malayapan shrank back like a child, nervous. 
then slowly he undid the corner of his cloak took out a crumpled yellowing piece of paper he showed a piece of paper to the jailer the guard of the jail what is that the guard inquired belaipen handed him the paper the guard glanced through it without reading belaipen said my child is here who told you to come so early guard asked his voice irritable and harsh wait till the office is open so the guard asked him to wait till it is bright it is dark it is early in the morning then his eyes fell on the paper again and began riveted to its content his face hostile a while ago softened in sudden compassion advare the god felt very angry but when he read what is written in it he felt so sad tomorrow is it the god asked almost consoling i don't know it is all written down there the guard read and reread the order yes he said it is tomorrow morning at 5 well i opens eyes open wide he said so sit down and rest yourself o elder well i opened nodded in acknowledgement and slumped on the bench at the entrance of the jail there he waited for the dark sanctum to open o elder may i offer you a cup of tea the guard asked no my son has not slept this night and not having slept would have woken neither asleep nor awoke how can he break his fast this morning belaipen's hand rested on the bundle of rice my son this rice was needed by your mother for me i saved it during all the hours of my travel and brought it here now this is all i have to bequeath you I, the rice inside the thread bare wrap food of the traveler turned stale outside the day brightened the day grew hot what does it mean the guard gave alaypen tea okay but alaypen is not ready to drink the tea because he knows that his son is still starving and the food that has been packed is actually for alaypen but he was not able to eat he thought of handing it to his son because his son is going to be hanged to death the next day morning 5 o'clock he is here to take a last uh, vision of his son the offices open statesmen took their places behind the tables in the prison yard there was a grind of a parade the prison came alive officers go to work bending over yellowing papers in tedious scrutiny from behind the tables and where the column of the guards waited in the formation camp rasping orders words of command noses without contempt or vengeance gently strangulating the traveler the day grew hotter that means it shows about how an office opens a jail is open police are talking to each other all these noises is like strangulating like tying uh, a, a tight noose around his neck yale nikki kolluna vedrayani yalku feel cheyunnathu because his son is going to be hanged the day grew hotter someone told him sit down and wait belaipen sat down he waited after a wait the length of which he could not reckon a guard led him into the corridors of the prison the corridors were cool the damp of the prison we are here oh oh elder behind the bars of a locked cell stood kanduni he looked at his father like a stranger through the awesome filter of a mind that could no longer receive no give consolation the guard opened the door and let velaiyappan into the cell father and son stood facing each other petrified 
petrified petrified means shocked statue that means velayappan was taken to his son and they are standing on the either sides of the cellar uh, the the you know the gate of the prison then velayappan um, leaned forward to take his son in an embrace from kanduni came a cry that pierced beyond hearing when he died out velayappan said my son father said kanduni just these words but then father and son communed in the fullness of sorrow that means they are now in embrace appropriately ninnittu avaru kettipidikkan nokkana but they can't do the thing is sunnies in the jail but they don't know for what reason endinana magane jail ittu nullathu son neither the son nor the father knows son what did you do i have no memory father son did you kill i have no memory it does not matter son there is nothing to remember anymore will the guards remember no my son father will you remember my pain virunna samsarikkunnilla but they are talking um, they are interacting over the uh, physical മനസ്സും മനസ്സിലാണ് സംസാരിക്കുന്നത് ഓക്കെ ദെൻ അഗെയിൻ ദ ക്രൈ ദറ്റ് പിയേഴ്സ് ബി ഓൺ ഹിയറിങ് ഇഷ്യൂഡ് ഫ്രം കൺട്രിനി ഫാദർ ഡോൺ ലെറ്റ് ദം ഹാങ് മീ ഹിസ് ക്രൈയിങ് പ്ലീസ് ഡോൺ ലെറ്റ് ലെറ്റ് ദം ഹാങ് മീ കമോൺ ഓ എൽഡർ ഗാഡ് സെഡ് ടൈം ഈസ് ഓവർ ടൈം ഈസ് ഓവർ കം ഔട്ട് കം ഔട്ട് പീപ്പിൾ സ്റ്റാർട്ട് കോളിങ് ഹിം ഔട്ട് വെള്ളായിപ്പൻ കെയിം അവേ ആൻഡ് ദ ഡോസ് ക്ലാൻഡ് ഷട്ട് വൺ ലാസ്റ്റ് ലുക്ക് ബാക്ക് and velayappan saw his son look uh, like a stranger met during a journey kanduni was peering through the bars as a traveler might through the window of a hurtling train velayappan wandered idly around the jail sun rose to its zenith then began to climb down will my son sleep this night the night came and moved at dawn within the walls kanduni still lived velayappan heard the sound of buckles at dawn little knowing that this was death ceremonial but the guards had told him that it was at 5 in the morning and though he wore no watch velayappan knew the time with the peasant's unerring instinct that means um it is at 5 o'clock that his son is going to be hanged to death both of them don't know what is the reason uh, he is going to be killed and what happens velayappan in the early morning he hears a sound he understands that his son is hanged sentenced to death velayappan received the body of his son from the guards like a midwife a baby oh elder what plans do you have for the funeral i have no plans don't you want the body masters i have no money he doesn't have money to cremate his son just imagine the situation well i've been walked along with the scavengers who pushed the trolleys carrying the body he went to receive his body but he can't receive the body because he doesn't have money outside the town over the deserted marshes the vultures wheeled patiently before the scavengers filled the pit velai up and saw his son's face just once more he pressed his palm on the cold forehead in blessing he touched the dead body of his son there are scavengers you know vultures are going to prey upon the dead body of his son after the last shovel full of earth had leveled the pit velai up and wandered in the gathering heat and eventually came to beach that means vultures are there his body can't be eaten okay his body will be buried by the policemen body cannot be taken away by velayappan because he doesn't have money but there are vultures to eat but it is not eaten though that is not told here adu ingane parayunnilla avade 
വൾച്ചേഴ്സ് കഴിക്കുന്നൊന്നുമില്ല ബോഡി ബട്ട് ഹിസ് ബോഡി ഈസ് ബറീഡ് ഹി ഹെഡ് നെവർ സീൻ ദ ഓഷ്യൻ ബിഫോർ ദെൻ ഹി ബിക്കേം അവെയർ ഓഫ് സംതിങ് കോൾഡ് ആൻഡ് വെറ്റ് ഇൻ ഹിസ് ഹാൻഡ്സ് ദ റൈസ് ഹിസ് ഫാദർ ഹാഡ് നീഡഡ് ഫോർ ഹിസ് ജേണി വെള്ളായിപ്പൻ അൺഡിഡ് ദ ബണ്ടിൽ ഹി സ്കാറ്റർ ദ റൈസ് ഓൺ ദ സാൻഡ് ആൻഡ് സാക്രിഫൈസ് ആൻഡ് from the crystal reaches of the sunlight crows descended on the rise like the incarnate souls of the dead come to receive the offering asanam the rice that was given to him by his wife adu belichor aayittu kodukkana as a ceremony to his son i will explain more about this chapter tomorrow in the class i hope got the pictures um story okay this is about how people during the 1960s were killed um because of no reason because of because they were accused of maoist involvement okay we will uh, have further discussion please um uh, come uh, listening to this audio thank you